0: Hey everyone! Welcome to another edition of the Players Experience podcast. On today's episode, we welcome in former Olympic kayaker and current MP for the Milton area, Adam Vancouverden on today's show we will be chatting with him about his career what his favorite moments and experiences were like and what it was like to be inducted into the 2022 canada sports hall of fame as well as what his favorite moments of being a part of the special olympics family are before we bring adam onto the show just want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors and our production team for the work that they do to make every episode great also if you haven't done it yet hit that YouTube button and make sure that you subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts so that you don't miss a single episode and any of the conversations that we have. Now, without further ado, let's bring Adam on and start talking about his work in the office and on the water. today man good ryan nice to see you thanks for asking me to be on your podcast yeah thank you for taking the time uh to be on it how have things
1: been as of late it's been good it's been good i've been traveling a little bit went out to the canada games and pei went out to something else in calgary some sport uh visits been some health announcements too as you know as member of parliament i work on the health side and the sports side about 50 50 trying to find the happy medium between the two as well there's lots to do on both files Uh, but i'm in milton right now in my constituency um the sun's shining it's a good day so yeah no complaints for me how about you
0: uh yeah things are good just you know busy with work busy with hockey season's wrapping up so it's been good and uh just looking forward to to the summer so
1: yeah me too i hear you
0: speaking of the summer means uh we get out on the water a little bit more and that's where i want to chat about you and your career uh, how did the love for you and kayaking become like so immersive for you? And and where did the love for water begin? Uh, well, I guess it began when I was born because
1: I was born on January 29th, which makes me an Aquarius. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm too into astrology, but uh, I think I've always been into water. But I wasn't a very good swimmer growing up. Like I took all my swimming lessons and stuff, but I've I've always been a bit of a sinker. So, uh, you know, could swim and and that, but just was never like a competitive swimmer. Um, but like most kids, you know, I liked sports, but I didn't really excel at any of them. I liked playing soccer and played a lot of softball. Uh, you know, played street hockey and and tried to play volleyball and basketball just wasn't very talented in any of the sports. Um, and when I went down to the canoe club, it wasn't necessarily about trying to be uh, a champion or anything like that. It was just something new to try after school. Uh, I wanted to be the best at something at St. John's elementary. And since I was the only kayaker on my first day paddling, uh, down at the canoe club, I was already the best kayaker at St. John's elementary. So I could say that I was the best kayaker in my school, I guess. And, uh, and that was never enough. You know, I, I wanted to be the best of the canoe club and then the best in the region and then the best in the province. And I just loved racing. I loved trying to go fast. And I was, I got really obsessed with the training and, um, the canoe club was just a really holistic environment where we took care of each other. And, uh, just you know we're encouraging to to each other and uh, I look back on my on my time in the kayak and around the canoe club as just universally positive and uh, I still love going down to the canoe club to see what kids are up to.
0: That's awesome. Well, you definitely made a career out of it because you started your career in 1999 at the World Championships in Croatia and became a World Junior Marathon Champion 2000. Following that, you had continued success in the 20, 2003 World Championships in Georgia, walking away with a silver. What was it like to start off your career there and and be the best, not just at the elementary school anymore, but in the world too?
1: Yeah, it was a process,
0: right? Because uh, that first
1: year I started kayaking in 1995. Um, just local regattas and getting my balance and little things like, you know, just developing aerobically and and from a strength perspective, that took time. So uh, nothing happened all at once. And there was a lot of practice kilometers in between each of those successful races that you mentioned. Um, I never dreamt about going to the Olympics when I was a kid. Like, I can't honestly say that I was sport obsessed and imagined myself um going to the Olympics let alone winning medals at the Olympics um but when I tried my best in kayaking I usually got a lot out of it and I trained really really hard and I got pretty obsessed with perfection and workouts and uh and it was a healthy obsession you know it was something that I was I was committed to and had a lot of fun with and my friends uh, were always there and being supportive so yeah I, I left everything on the water Ryan like I I think back about the 20 years that I spent. Uh, on the national team for Canada, and I wouldn't change a thing. Even a lot of those uh, crappy races or the few times that I fell in in the middle of a race, uh, I wouldn't change any of it.
0: Well, hey, talking about log sprints, we got to, of course, mention uh, our good friend Chris Mihak on this because, uh, like you, sprinting on the water, he's a great marathon sprinter. And I have to give you guys both props because I cannot sprint or run as far as you guys or even paddle as far as you guys do uh, on a daily. So kudos to you for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Chris is a great athlete. Now he's a great coach, coaching down in New Zealand. Obviously, he's doing great work. And we're all really proud of him. I talked to him yesterday, and it was good to catch up a little bit. Um, but yeah, he's pretty remarkable because he was a good 500 meter kayaker, which is like a minute and 40 seconds. And now he's running marathons, like like two, two hours, two hours plus, I think he ran a 245 or 246 or something. So those are two totally different energy systems, but
0: he's a good all rounder. Oh, definitely. Now talking about your Olympics, uh, I wanted to touch base on that because obviously Olympics are a little bit more different than the World Championships. You've been to four Olympic Games winning uh, gold, two silvers and a bronze, uh, as well as those eight World Championships uh, when you took home a couple golds, a few silvers, a couple of bronze. Between the Olympic experiences and the World Championships, which games would you say were your more favorite ones to compete at and why? Well,
1: the Olympics are only different from the World Championships in the sense that you've got to qualify in advance, like at a World Championships or at many World Cups, and everybody's watching. You know, that's when everybody's watching you race. So uh, when I'd go to the World Championships, there was always a World Championship every year. There wasn't an Olympics, and I had some success at the World Championships, but honestly, not everybody was watching. It's like not, you know, everybody that you know isn't going to tune into your race when it's World Championships time, and it's not always on TV even, so... Uh, It's just a matter of attention, really. The Olympics are the Olympics. They only happen every four years. So winning is very special. Um, Athens is always going to be my favorite because I won a gold medal at the Olympics, got to Hero Canada play. Uh, And my best races throughout my career were actually spread out by a couple of years. I had a really good race in 2003 and another one in 2004 at the Olympics. I was world champion in 2007 and again in 2011. So I had a good career of like lots of ups and downs. Um, and lots of trial and error too. Things changed in my sport. They took away a distance. They added a distance. Um, but I stuck with it and, and I have no regrets, but, uh, those Athens Olympics going on almost 20 years ago. Can you believe that next summer is gonna be 20 years ago. Um, those are my favorite. And I think it just, it was my first novel experience, a lot of
0: fun and, uh, and winning always helps. Oh, 100%. And also I want to touch on the experience because as much as winning's great, experiences kind of outlast that to some degree as well and in the 2008 beijing games you were named the flag bearer for the second time what was that experience like for you to get to walk into the stadium with thousands of people and get to wave that flag and and know that you're the flag bearer representing canada well you just took the words out of my mouth when you said experiences i was like well
1: it sounds like flag bearing and then you went on to ask me about carrying the flag uh the proudest moment in my life far you know, like I can say with no shadow of a doubt that uh, the proudest moment of my life was carrying the flag at the opening ceremonies in Beijing at the Olympics in 2008 for Team Canada. Uh, at one point, everybody was singing Oh Canada behind me and I was waving the flag just as we were walking out through the tunnel. And there was just a sense of, wow, I get to walk just in front of like 300 of my sporting heroes, people that I look up to, people that I'm inspired by people that I want to serve I was uh, later elected to be the chair of the athletes commission Uh, so it was a lifelong pursuit honestly 20 years was a long time to be on the national team but I wouldn't have uh, skipped even one stroke it was a lot of fun
0: No, That's incredible. And talking about being on councils and you touched about uh, your working politics just with uh, being the MP for Milton, I just wanted to find out what is it like for you to take a career change from being that sport athlete on the water day in, day out to now being in the office and doing the great work that you're doing? Yeah, it's challenging for sure. I'm very active. I like, uh, you know,
1: I like to remain active. I like to be on my feet um, and time on the desk here is a bit of a challenge, especially when the sun's shining and it's as nice it is as today. I'd rather be outside. Uh, So I've got to find a balance and a mix, right? I've always got to find physical things to do. Um, Visiting schools and and taking part in a sports program, like you were here a couple of weeks ago uh, for a special Olympic sports festival at the schools. So just getting out there, even if it's just a couple of free throws, you know, uh, mixing it up throughout the day is really important to me because uh, I'm a physical person and that's what kind of Drives me and inspires me. So, yeah, it's a balance, but I've also got to recognize that that 20 years on the water was very selfish. You know, it was very focused on me and winning my little races um, and just like becoming a champion and writing my resume and, you know, creating a little bit of a legacy in my sport. That was my focus, but it was entirely focused on me. And my work these days is focused on serving other people and making sure that we build a community that works for everybody. And, you know, I just was telling you, I had a town meeting over with the mayor and and his uh, staff over at the town of Milton, we're talking about public transit, we're talking about schools, we're talking about services, we're talking about better parks. EV car charging stations, lots of things are going to improve people's lives and make their life easier and better. Um, so I like that aspect of my work now Is that I'm not focused on trying to win my little race. Uh, maybe at the election time, I selfishly have to think about winning. But um, in between elections, I can focus on my community, focus on the needs of Milton and my neighbors, and try to find solutions for them that's going to make their lives better.
0: Well, and you, honestly, Adam, you're a true champion uh, everywhere you go, on the water, in the halls, and also, as you mentioned, with the Special Olympics community. I wanted to chat just about Special Olympics and the impact that it's had on your life. How much fun do you have when it comes to Special Olympics and being a true champion of the movement and seeing the impact that your support has on athletes like mine succeed within sport uh, in their own right? yeah it's the best feeling in the world there's
1: nothing like special olympics i believe in sport for development i believe that sport's a tool it's a social tool uh for improving lives physically mentally and from a community perspective i love the special olympics dr frank hayden is an absolute legend and i'll go to any special olympics event that uh comes my way uh gotta gotta give you know shouts out to the Etheringtons and the motion ball because i saw you there recently and people come in together to to raise funds for special olympics Uh, but I've got so many friends that are committed to the movement and focused on making sport, physical activity and recreation a reality uh, for people that otherwise might not have access and creating that community, creating opportunity, uh, integrating activities, fighting for inclusion, you know, admiring diversity in all of its forms. This is what the Special Olympics really does. Uh, and I want to give another shout out here in my community to the Special Friends Network, because uh, there's some very, very hardworking parents here in Milton that have uh, have been supporting people with neuro- neurodiversities uh, for years and years, and they're still doing that work. So I uh, I just want to give a shout out to them because they're doing an awesome job.
0: That's fantastic. I just have a couple more questions for you, because I know you have a busy day ahead. Uh, In 2022, I have to chat about your induction into the Canada Sports Hall of Fame. How surreal of a moment was it for you to be inducted and share the stage with other greats like Haley Wickenheiser, Tim McIsaac, Dwayne D. Rosario, just to name a few? And again, seeing all the work that you have done and that obviously you continue to do, be recognized uh, by the Canada Sports Hall of Fame. Oh, thanks, Ryan. That was uh, that rivals that proudest moment, you know, because I got to have
1: my family there, my friends there, and my partner Emily was there. And uh, it was very special. Um, I spent a lot of time writing my speech, because I thought it was going to be maybe one of the more relevant opportunities I had to speak. Um, And in that speech, I wanted to acknowledge uh, the disparity in access to physical activity and sports for a lot of people for various different reasons and needs. uh, And I wanted to acknowledge the impact that it can have on people's lives. You know, not just to uh, create little champions and make sure that everybody gets a chance to win a gold medal, but it provides people with confidence, provides people with new skills, builds relationships, creates friendships. And, you know, like there's really nothing. I had a great pediatrician recently tell me that, you know, there's probably no problem that sports and physical activity can't solve. Um, You know, if we're talking about public safety, if we're talking about even fighting climate change, you know, having people go outside and be active outdoors creates love And affinity for the environment so i'm just such a big believer that we've got to find better ways to incorporate a love for movement into our daily lives.
0: 100% because the more you move the more active you're going to get and the more fun you'll have it will really build up your your just self esteem as as an individual and, and around the people around you will feel that too. Um, My last question for you is I like to end off every episode with a segment I call words of wisdom. So what words of wisdom or advice would you have for the next generation of sport athlete that may want to get into canoeing and kayaking, be on the water and kind of maybe find themselves on a world championship or Olympic stage? That's a great question. And uh, you know,
1: I I had a a poster, I had a couple posters in my room uh, when I was a kid and one of them was from Steve Prefontaine and it said, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift and I thought that was uh you know very very relevant um we're all gifted everybody out there has got gifts that they can share with their community and their teams and with themselves uh and and trying anything less than your best isn't uh isn't satisfactory um but I also remember a quote from my favorite author Kurt Vonnegut uh which is that if um If you're having a nice time, you should acknowledge it and recognize it. And the short part of the quote is, if this isn't nice, then I don't know what is. So take a minute in those moments right after somebody on your team scores a goal and you get to give them a high five or a pat on the back, you know, right after you finish a a long workout or a jog or a run, when you get to the bottom of a challenging ski course, or, you know, you're curling and you put that rock right in the center, whatever, take a moment to recognize how awesome that is and how great a time you're having. You know, when the weather's nice, acknowledge it, go, wow, the weather's nice today. Cause we're always the first people to say, oh, it's raining outside. Oh, it's a gloomy day or it's cloudy or it's snowing. But when it's really, really nice, notice and uh, and smile because those moments don't come around all the time we can't let them pass us by and it's a lot like capitalizing on an opportunity to do your best so yeah positivity wins man that's awesome
0: well Adam, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show i really appreciate you taking the time to talk about your career and the great work that you again continue to do uh in milton uh and all the best moving forward well thank you ryan and i want to thank you for your awesome work with special olympics
1: with all the school programs you manage Uh, with your hockey being a mentor for younger athletes you're an amazing ambassador for sports and uh, you know you're a great leader and doing these interviews is a great way uh, to get stories out there and to make sure everybody's inspired so way to go Ryan thank you I
0: really appreciate it until next time